I've been told that this is not for children. So if you are a child, stop listening. Welcome to Verbal Distillery. We're going to talk a little bit about whiskey and why Ryan likes to huff uh, bug spray. Hmm. I like the deep. <laughs> is that what happened to all our bug spray? <clears throat> Mosquito season. And it's all gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, my name is Joe. I'm Celesta. I'm Ryan, who huffs bug spray. No. I, actually, I really don't think you can huff bug spray. I, I think, I think you can huff anything. Why not? Well, wait a minute, huffing. wait a minute. I thought like, you know, what is it? Lipids is what it's called, or whatever it was. Like people huff in like air cancers. Lipids, that's fat. Whippids. Whippets. Whippets, yeah, Whippets. like from like the the uh, the. Well, you spray it in a bag and then you huff it. Yeah. No, no, no. That's I'm thinking like from like the uh, the release on uh, whipped cream. Yeah, that's a thing you can huff too. But you can also huff paint yeah. by well, spraying it into a paper bag and then. You think there are people getting high on bug spray? There could Maybe. be. God, I haven't had a mosquito sting in my life <laughs> years. I, wonder you gotta, I find it to get it into the blood. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better or worse than paint. <laughs> That's not saying what's worth. Crack, black tar heroin. <laughs> I mean, there's no improvement uh, on either. Okay. Shit in one hand, other. wish in the other. See what piles up first. I mean, come on. The but, shit will pile up first. I mean, uh, if right. you wish, you could pile up wishes. But you We're not going to overanalyze that, that <laughs> statement okay. because it's just going to go nowhere good. I may have huffed some. Deet filled mosquito. Deet filled mosquito. You have repellent. to get the deet. You have to. You have to get the deet. Everybody loves the deet. Everybody loves the deets. Yep. Oh. Whether it's in their mouth or on their <laughs> face. Everybody loves the deet. Okay. I prefer it on my face. <laughs> Not my eye. I need to see with those later. But before we get into the whiskey, first of all, we always do ask <laughs> a weird this. transition. Yes, sorry. I, we're we're That's done talking. Joe. All we're right, t- so but... yeah, we're done talking about the deep. <laughs> we're just gonna we're done talking about the deep. So uh, first things first is uh, anybody have anything crazy or interesting that happened to them? No. <laughs> boring people living yeah. boring lives. I really don't. We do. We live really boring we, lives. It's simple, basic lives. God, I we just wish up. one of you would get abducted by an alien. Why can't you get abducted by an alien? They don't yeah. want me. I'm, I'm a bad package. They don't want me. I got old eggs now. They're not going to be abducting me. I got old eggs. <laughs> it's true. I guess that leaves me. For yeah, my rapist wit and my intellect. Mm-hmm. Did you say rapist wit? It's from Dumb and Dumber. Hello. Oh. God. Get the reference. <laughs> Sorry, my rapist I've been quoting that a lot lately. D- did Dumb you just watch it recently or no. something? No. But oh. he's like... Actually, Wayne's World. Wayne's week. World. Oh, that's what it was. Sorry. Similar. Similar genre. Both horrible. Movies. I get really worried these days about watching bad. old comedies that I liked when I was younger. Because like, you think they're going to suck Exactly. Now? Like, I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I, some of them just don't hold up when you get older. Mm-hmm. Like, I've had... And I know this is like something that actually like my dad would have watched when he was our like in his twenties was Meatballs, you know, with, with Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that movie in my twenties too because like I saw it, I was like, "This is great!" And now I've like I've got it on Amazon Prime just in my watch list, and I'm just like every time I'm about to press that button, I'm like, "I have no, nope. I don't want." Am I going to ruin these memories, or am I going to be like, "Oh, this is great," you know? I mean, I mean, it happens, but then there's a movie like Spies Like Us that's still hilarious. <laughs> So. Yeah, but I also feel that I think like with with a movie like that, it's like you have to watch it almost like on a every other year basis to keep it fresh in your head. You can't give like 
you can't wait like seven years in between those kind of movies. Like I remember, I mean, like Blues Brothers is one that I've seen like every other few years, mm-hmm. and like it always holds up every time I see it. Whereas Porky's sucks. <laughs> it is dumb. But you force yourself to watch it every Poli- couple of years. No, I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. Is like I remember seeing it, thinking it was funny back in the day, and I watched it like eight years later, and I'm just like. This is but, stupid. But you're but you're saying maybe the key though is to watch a horrible movie every couple of maybe, years. Maybe maybe it is. I mean, like quite frankly, I should have done that with Lord of the Rings because now anytime I see that, I'm kind of like, oh god, this is so long. Thank you. Thank oh, you. This is so long. Thank you. Stop. Thank it's like it's like I really don't. I have no desire to ever watch any of the Lord of the Rings. Oh, come on, man. I'm trying to get him to watch it for the first time. And now you just said that. I, no, oh, I, you haven't seen I that. already have this opinion, and I don't need his <laughs> approval of my opinion. I already have this opinion. That's if you've never ridiculous. seen it, you should watch it. But I mean, uh, like, they're long. You're right. I mean, it's just very exhausting. It's just, it's it's an exhausting it's intense, movie. It's not, I wouldn't say intense. Oh, It's just exhausting. And like, just watching. I feel like I'm hiking with them. I feel like I'm running from that giant spider. Are you like falling in love with each other like they oh. are with each other? I don't know. The, the Hobbit feet freaking oh, out. Oh, I can't carry the ring, but I can carry you. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. You must yeah. go on. <laughs> oh, you're not really making me too excited. I, I mean, movie. quite frankly, I mean, I, I do go with every comedian that's ever made fun of or ever, you know, the, the last movie in that one where they just, I'm like, how many endings does a movie have to have? I'm like, oh my god, we get it. Samwise, he won the game at Notre Dame. He's off to a good place. Good for Samwise, you know. And then... Uh, Wait, are you talking for... about Rudy? Oh, shoot, I'm mixing movies. <laughs> That's how many endings there were. I'm starting thinking about other movies these actors have been in. Wow. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, we're going to yeah. talk about bourbon. So yep. Much. Let's get into what we're all about, which is alcohol and drinking. This is why we drink. Yup. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what are we reviewing today? We have got we we've done this brand before. It is Buffalo Trace. Yes. Which this is a store pick though that Ryan, yes. you and Celeste picked up. I on got your personally. Celeste Pers- was not there. Ooh. All right. I personally went into the store and I personally purchased it. My personal credit card. Did you get like confetti ring on you walked out? <laughs> he was like, thank you for using your credit card, sir. Yeah. We get so many people using other people's, but you know, we need to make money so we don't stop them. <laughs> no. Uh, this is from Cub Foods, which is one of basically the major uh, grocery store up in the Twin Cities. In the cities, as we call them, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Cities. <laughs> AKA Minneapolis, St. Paul. <laughs> Uh, and they didn't have one to to, te- to try, but the lady said the one guy had come in and bought like five cases of it. Something ridiculous. That was so- okay. You know why he did though? Well, yeah. It wasn't because it was the greatest no, thing. It but was I was like, like twenty four dollars. I'm gonna try it. Oh, okay. just get one of these. Yeah, it's got one. I think I did a rant already in the last more? episode. I don't know if I. No, need, you don't need another rant. I don't think I need to. Do you rant on every episode. Joe. No, I don't. I, I think like I ranted about like the the bear like the way they label things, especially labels like you know yeah. tornado survivor yep, and all that. Yep, 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 yep. I, I, I could. We'll save this rant for a little bit later. But anyways, please. So, so it's a barrel pick, and they're usually around twenty to thirty bucks. And Buffalo Trace is one of those that I think is pretty much always worth it. It's not hard to find a Buffalo Trace barrel pick even. It's, nope. I mean, they're pr- fairly common. I would tell you if you're looking to try a Buffalo Trace barrel pick, 
go to some of the bigger stores, like or like like liquor stores that have chains. You know, they have mm-hmm. multiple places. Those stores will get the Buffalo Trace barrel picks, and I mean they're worth trying. I recommend anybody. You walk in any store, you see a Buffalo Trace barrel pick. Yeah. I always recommend, especially for the value. It's twenty yeah, thirty bucks. bucks. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's definitely worth picking up. And there's no age statement, but these are probably anywhere from five to ten years. Actually, some are a little older, but yeah. Really, you think some of these are ten? Some of them might be. Still? You think so? Well, I mean, they're probably the nice ones that you can get, like, if you're connected to them. This is probably more like six to eight years If old. you're connected. <laughs> the Whiskey Mafia. Yeah. It exists. It really? What evidence do you have of this? Why not? I just Can't thought they were called distributors. <laughs> I thought they were called distributors. That's the Whiskey Mafia. Yeah, seriously. They're the ones who decide who gets what. The distillers don't. Man, we should do a whole informative episode on that, how that one works. That's really How the whiskey gets to your store. Why don't you do that next time? I might do that you one. Show. That sounds like a good one. So this is a 90 proof selection. Uh, it's Buffalo Trace from Buffalo Trace in Frankfort, Kentucky. It is their name brand. I get a very typical Buffalo Trace nose off this. It's got mm-hmm. the caramel, the oak, la, 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 la. A little bit of fruit. I'm sorry. When we do our reviews, we're not like everybody else. Everybody else wants to talk about all the nitpicky little details. And if that's what you want to hear, good for you. Yeah. But we get into it a little bit. But, I mean, it's got a lot of whiskey. It's been sitting in my cup for 10 minutes. This is very sweet. That's yeah. what I'm picking up on. Is. This is probably one of the sweetest Buffalo Trace barrel picks I've ever tasted. This is very sweet. Well, we'd have to give a sample of this to the chiropractor's wife. Oh my God, what is it? What is the name I'm trying to? With think? a little bit of um, of spice on the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a little bit of spice there. I get a little bit of. Uh, but it's not like the buffalo spice that we picked. No, and I get a little more pepper on the, on the back. Maybe a little pepper in the end. Where? But I'm under the sweet. I'm trying to figure out what that is. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's definitely an excellent Buffalo Trace pick. If you're able or you know somebody in the Twin Cities area, I do recommend contacting them and getting this because this is definitely a yep. very good I Buffalo think Trace Cup pick. Foods. I think because we've mentioned it quite a bit lately, but I'm getting a little bubble gum. You know what? That's what I was saying. It's like a candy. I'm getting like a candy flavor, but I couldn't nail it down. Like, I mean, like, and it's like a basic candy flavor, yeah. too. It's good, though. Yeah. It I reminds mean, me of uh, Wonka. I, I won't get it. I mean, well, okay, even though we've done it 100 times before, if you haven't heard the episode, we do need to talk a little bit about the design. The Buffalo Trace bottle, it's a very curvy bottle. It's got a lot of ins and outs it's to vivacious. it. It's very, yes. It's got a lot of curves to it. I've always loved the Buffalo Trace bottle because I love the, it looks like it's like a, the label's like a tear label mm-hmm. with a really beautiful illustration of a buffalo. I have the wheel. I'm going to try to figure out my, keep talking, I'm yeah. going to try to figure out my flavor. Okay. And then the, then it's got their typical Buffalo Trace logo. I love the, the color scheme of the tan and the green with the, with the uh, copper. I mean, I love the Buffalo Trace bottle. I think it's and a it, very well-designed bottle. It looks really good. Do you want to tell people what to look for when they're looking for a store pick? Yeah, when you're looking for a store pick, when it comes to all... And this actually goes for all Buffalo Trace products, uh, or Sazerac products, I should say, is uh, the way they label theirs and put a sticker on it, it's always like a circular medallion. It always says, like, you know, it's a select, single barrel select, and then it usually has, like, in the middle of the circle, the logo of that store. Yeah. So that's how you know versus so, yes. a regular 
bottle won't have right that. exactly it won't have it's it's usually and it's i mean and it's usually advertised like stores generally put up a special little yeah you're you're yeah. but Price look for that circular sticker it's almost usually this one's copper i mean most of them i've seen some gold i've seen Igor some. or silver but those are rare to find now right but if you see one of those that's silver um, yeah it's always a circular sticker though it's about the size of a half dollar yeah, yeah, for Buffalo Trace products, the the they put yeah. a sticker. Other brands put like a hang tag. Well, some still do put stickers, but I mean, but then yeah. there are some like Russell's Reserve does a hang, hang tag. tag. Yeah, Russell's Reserve does a hang Wild tag. Wild Turkey I got was a hang tag. Yeah, yeah. Wild Turkey in general does hang tag. But I gotta say, this this is really good. I mean, yeah, you know, that's good. This is a great Buffalo Trace pick. You figure I can't out, figure yeah. out what it is. Okay. I mean, it could be microbiological or technological. It's just delicious. Yeah. Is that on there? Yeah, that's off, off flavors. Microbiological, oily, waxy, acetic acid, <laughs> acetal, 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 acetaldehyde. Thank you. Well, I gotta say, for my points on this one, this is a strong seven and a half for me. Because for the value and it being Buffalo Trace and being the the pick that it is, I say a strong seven and a half. Yeah. yeah. I'll give it a seven. Yeah. I'll give it a seven. Yep, that's up there. It's a pretty good one. And really, I mean, to me, you can't really go wrong with Buffalo Trace store pick. I mean, I don't think I've ever had one that I would say is less than a five. They're all at least average. No, I mean, like Buffalo Trace in and of itself, we've we've didn't we review like a regular Buffalo Trace? I think we did. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'd put that at easy. Wow. Now maybe it's because you put it in my head, but now I'm starting to get a little bubble gum. Yeah, I'm getting the bubble gum too now. Yeah. But a little. Not like being at the dentist. Would you like the fluoride? (laughs) You can have bubble gum. Fuck you. I know it tastes like ass anyways. Just give me whatever flavor. A little bit of acetone flavor, but it's not overwhelming. Well, it's alcohol. I mean... God, I wish they would give me this and my fluoride. Be like, would you like whiskey flavored? Yeah! That is fresh. It's a pretty good one. Like right from the cow. Which is weird because it's not super thick and oily in the mouth, but it's It's still really good. It's slight. Slight, breezy, and very gentle in the mouth. It is. That's how I like it. That's what I like. So what whiskey or alcohol topic are we getting into? I have called it Pappy. What Pappy? We're getting into Van Winkle? Yep. Are you really doing the history of Van Winkle? Nope. Oh, okay. I figured it was Van Winkle. Before the most recent bourbon craze, which we are now living in. Yes, currently still. God. Distillery workers. Stop drinking whiskey, people. (laughs) Yeah. Stop Stop listening to this podcast. Go back to beer. Go back to your microbrews. Go to rums if you need go, to. Yeah, go to rums. Rums are great. Rums are gris- rum is barrels. So better than whiskey. They're making a comeback. Rums. No, rums is the next thing. Yeah. I've said that. Have you willingly? You yeah, need I to say. I have been saying yeah, that for years. Yeah. I was like, been. that is yeah. going to be the next thing. Rums I would gonna... totally drink rum if there wasn't so much sugar in it. Yeah. Totally. Before all this, so much. You know, they were sitting on so much whiskey. Mm. Distillery mm. workers would just help themselves to the whiskey, and take mm. it home in plastic jugs. You always come home drunk. Why? Why? Why do you come home drunk? It's free. Yeah. Just because it's free, you don't need to drink it. Well, they're actually paying me in whiskey, so. Okay, so then this thing called Pappy Van Winkle happened. Now this thing. This thing is like, so a bottle named Pappy Van Winkle. And everything changed. Yeah. So people went from like, okay, bourbon, whatever, to I will pay $2,300 for a bottle of this or as much as 132 dollars for a shot of it apparently yeah well i mean van winkle did i think van winkle is pretty much the flagship that is responsible for 
the bourbon craze. And and honestly, you you can look at a lot of trends, whether it's microbrews, whiskey, whatever it is. You can kind of shoot it to Hollywood a little bit too. Like you see stuff like pop up in Hollywood. Like I, you know the show Justified. It's been over for a couple of years, yeah. but like he's like sitting there, they're walking in, and be like, "Yeah, pour me that MT Lee." And like, <laughs> really? yes, oh yeah, it's like Walton Goggins from The Shield, and he's like doing his best like Kentucky accent. He's like, "Yeah, I'll take that MT Lee." And then uh, you know, then this, they have a villain character in one season. He's like, "Oh, I love that Pappy Van Winkle." I love that Pappy. I love that Pappy. And he's pouring Pappy. So, yeah. yeah. Do you guys know, like, this is my question to you. How this, what, do you know the lore behind this? Or just. What, the lore, like, what, Pappy and Winkle? No, or are you talking like, about the secondary market? Well, yeah. Why did it skyrocket? It's a trend. It's a trend. It's And honestly, what happened was, is it started with beer. I mean, it started with a lot of different things. But now mm-hmm. because of the internet and Facebook especially, you have, you're able to like get groups of people who are interested in the same kind of thing. They're able to communicate with each other and pass things back and forth. And then therefore become more informed, more excited and more wanting it. So it's like, like with microbrews, like people went nuts over beer and then like all these microbreweries started doing their thing. Cause they're like, yeah, screw Bud Light, screw Coors Light, screw Corona. It's like, I'm going to taste real beer. And I gotta be honest, beer is hard to make in the effect of good beer, but beer in general is not hard to make. Yeah. No. It's like anybody can start a microbrew. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm flat out tell you that. I'm, I'm, I stand by this. You can bring in any microbrewer and be like, I've won all these awards. I was like, dude, seriously, it's not hard to make. It's hard to make an exceptional beer. Flat out. It's hard to make anything exceptional. But don't freaking look me in the eye and try to tell me it's hard to make a good beer. It is not. No, it's not. It is not. That is why they you can buy a I brew mean, package on yeah. Amazon and do it at home. We had a friend mm-hmm. make some in his bathtub and it was delicious. Yep. Yep. There's a reason prison wine's a thing. Exactly. But I think that's more because prisoners can't it's pretty get alcohol. Good. Probably. But so I think you also sorry, I think you also had when the Pappy Van Winkle family essentially released that book like right before it blew up. And I'm not saying it was necessarily the book, but they kind of like made their own self-promotion and self-brand. Well, right, they marketed very well right because they only did once time. a year. They, yeah. They've always only done like once a year. It's mm-hmm. always been very limited. And yeah, there was a time like eight to ten years ago, you could walk into a store and you could, you'd see like a, you'd see something in the back there and the back behind the counter. But I guess gonna, it was still expensive. It yeah, it was still like two hundred dollars, okay. two hundred thirty dollars, one hundred fifty dollars. I mean, I'm talking like for the twenty, twenty three years. Yeah, but you'd still you have know. a few on the shelf. Every yeah, you still have like the old rips, the twelve. But it wouldn't be much. But it was like, but the beer market right now, like you're actually like if you read articles about what's going on with microbrews, like there's people not fully shutting down, but like they're shutting down. Like what was it recently that I saw an article? Is is it around here? It was like that. 8-bit or whatever. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. They shut down their 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 plant because, but they keep in their tap houses open because that's where they were making money in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it, the market's oversaturated right now. Yeah. So it's like nobody's like, it's like, ooh, Side Project put out this new beer. Who gives a crap? Everybody from Crooked Stave to Side Project to Zombie Dust or Zombie Dust might not even be a, I don't care. Be mad at me. <laughs> be mad. I don't care. You know, but I mean, all these guys are putting out their specialty beers and it's like, there's too much. It's oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah. So these guys, kind of, a lot of them, and I've seen a huge, we've seen a huge influx of the, the beer guys 
jump ship over to the whiskey thing. And that's what's been making it. I mean, and of course, they go into Pappy. That's the reason Ryan was like saying somebody walked in and bought a case or two cases of this Buffalo Trace barrel pick because I guarantee you part of that is he wants to flip it and make a couple yep. bucks. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, so explain, if you can, explain this to me. So in 2002, this article I read from Washington Post said Buffalo Trace joined up with old Van Winkle. Do you want to take that one? Yeah, so what happened was the Van Winkles had gone through um, the old Fitzgerald distillery for the longest time. Which Which is now currently owned by Diageo. Technically, it's not Louisville, but it's like right, it's like in a sub neighborhood. It is in the freaking ghetto, dude. Come on, we drove right down there. And I'm like going like, man, I would love to see Pappy be alive right now walking here and being like, Where's my distill? I mean, it is in it is not in a nice part of town. No. Yeah. And so um that's where it was Stitzelweller and the old Fitzgerald distillery. And beautiful distillery. Yeah, it really beautiful is. Beautiful distillery. But I don't remember all the details behind it, but basically eventually they essentially started running out of those barrels because that distillery had been sold. And it was I don't think it was Diageo yet, but it had No, it was, all of these no. places have passed through. Most of them have passed through a few different you know, ownerships, especially through the 70s or the 90s. And so I think that was happening. And then bourbon well, still wasn't they that all popular. sitting on barrels from the glute era? Like, yeah. Because there was just were. so much whiskey being made for the longest time, but nobody was buying but it. But Van Winkles were still considered, yeah. like, you know, the higher end for that brand. Right. So they weren't just going to release a ton. Like, they still released only ones they thought were good. Yeah, enough, basically. totally. Yeah. And so eventually that ran out, and the Van Winkle family had to... Like if we're going to keep this brand going, which we want to, and you know honor Pappy's legacy and all that jazz, we got to find some place. And Buffalo Trace happened to be the place that they partnered with. And from my understanding, is they basically help them like run how they how they produce the Van Winkle and how they yeah they decide the Van Winkle. yeah they do like I mean I've heard rumors now this is rumors I've heard rumors that the the Van Winkles that are not picked. Get leaked in the antique collection, or they way. become like Weller Twelve, maybe. or Weller Twelve, or they become yeah. like Weller Twelve. Well, yeah, I that's mean, why that's Weller why... Twelve can't find that anymore yeah. because people right. think it's friggin' off-brand Pappy. But well, I mean, if you honestly, if you taste Weller Twelve, and I it's, enjoy Weller Twelve, I do too. But it's not that that it's not stupid kind of Van Winkle money. Really? I mean, even Van Winkle isn't worth no. stupid Van Winkle money. No, but it, it's it's. Weller 12, though, I mean, that's why it's like in, in, in second, you know, outside of everything, people call like, oh, they mix old man pappy, you know, it's, yeah. or what do, they, what do they call it? It's, it's poor uh, man's pappy. Poor man's pappy. Thank you. It's poor man's pappy, where it's, it's Weller 12 and OWA, right? Yeah. It's like a, it's a certain percentage combination of the two. Everybody has a different recipe. Yeah. It's a different recipe. And never like, tried it, never will. Oh, yeah. If you mix a certain amount of old, old Weller antique and some Weller twelve year year, it tastes just like Pappy twenty year, twenty three yeah. year, fifteen year, whatever. It's it's ridiculous. It doesn't. Yeah. Nope. Ain't nobody. Well, no, that. it's gotten close, but it's like I really don't care. No. So anyways. Anyway, okay. And then my next question. <laughs> so many questions for so you guys. So many questions. Oh, it's so, an interview now. It's an yes. interview. Yeah. It's, it's made at Buffalo Trace right now, right? Yes, it's produced. Correct. It's distilled. Because I barrels, thought I remember on the H. tour they were like, "Hey, guess what's in that warehouse?" Warehouse right H. Is no, it H? H is uh, H is not H is blends. I was about to say. I thought H. I think yeah. it's like IJK is. It's like a mix of. Yeah. I know where they are on the ground. They don't do the laser coat anymore. 
Um, which, but they did have that was in the laser code at some point. I thought I think they still do laser code. No, they don't. No, 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 no. Van Winkle now, like that was a big ordeal because like I, 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 I've seen people on secondary being like, well, let me see the laser code for last year's Van Winkle release. And they're like, nope, this one's not. And people were like, well, it must be fake. And it's like, well, no, they're getting rid of the laser codes. So, yeah. In October of 2012, you could buy a bottle of 20 year Pappy. For this article said one hundred and fifty two dollars. That's about retail. That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and that was and that was also some online market they were looking at. Well, By December, right. prices had tripled. By the following year, so twenty thirteen, bottles were going for about a thousand dollars a piece. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is when Buffalo Trace Management calls the police after nearly two hundred bottles. Of 20-year Pappy had gone missing. Noise! It's a mystery! Hmm. I wonder what they were doing with it. Gee, Shaggy, should we get on the case? (laughs) (laughs) Sniff it out. I'll sniff it out. Sorry, Scoob. This isn't about uh, ghosts. This is about whiskey. Okay. So, it wasn't the Frankfurt police that came out. It was the county sheriffs, and I... It was the whiskey mafia. Did not write down the county that they're Franklin in. County. Franklin County? I'm pretty sure. Could, yeah, that sounds right. Deputies interviewed more than 100 employees at, at the distillery, but months and months go by without any answers. More than a year later... Who doesn't show up to work and is in the river. <laughs> no, and I'm sorry. It's just like, it doesn't surprise me that that would happen. I mean, like, Kentucky is such, like... Everybody knows everybody. I mean, like, I don't think there's a state anywhere in this country like Kentucky where it's like everybody knows anybody. It's like the state in and of itself is a small town. And I don't mean that in a negative fashion. I just mean, like, there's so much history of people knowing each other and everything like that. Like, Well, we talked about that with the fire yeah, episode, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's a it's a small community, and everybody does know everybody, and everybody right, kind of and they help out. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I could just picture these detectives and then being like, "Do you think it's an inside job?" And it's like, "Duh, you're a freaking dickhead." <laughs> Why do you say that every job? Of course, it's an inside job. It's Kentucky. <laughs> so after a year, like seventeen months or something, an anonymous tip comes in to the sheriff's office. That is about a different barrel theft. Mm. The snitch said he saw whiskey barrels at the home of Gilbert Toby Kurtzinger, a man who had worked for Buffalo Trace for about 25 years. Inside job! (laughs) Shocking. More specifically, worked at the loading docks. Yeah, and you know what the thing is, too? Here's the thing about snitches in Kentucky, too. That in and of itself is his own inside job, but it's the guy who got like made fun of at the party and is like, fuck you. I'm going to go tell them what you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or he didn't get any of the pappy. Yeah, he now. didn't get any of the pappy. <laughs> he was like promised like a bottle and he didn't get the bottle. Uh, yep. So he's pissed. So when police go to Gilbert's, and I'm calling him Gilbert because that just makes him sound stupid and I like that. <laughs> they go to his home, they find five barrels. Of bourbon. Prove it. From wild turkey. Prove it. Hey, Ma. I don't know how they got there. <laughs> I don't know why they're Prove sitting it. next to my house. Prove I don't know. It. I don't know. <laughs> Sir, uh, your your brother, I see here, he he works at the distillery loading docks. So he's actually like moving these things onto trucks. Did he move these onto your truck? Prove it. 
Perfect. Sir, we have your they DNA. They fell off the truck in front of my house. What was I supposed to yeah. do? Kentucky lawyers <laughs> advise everybody in Kentucky if you ever get caught, just say prove it over and over again. <laughs> Perfect. I mean, technically it is on the state to prove your guilt. You are presumed innocent. <laughs> are you related? Perfect. <laughs> According to the tipster, they had been dropped off by a man driving a wild turkey truck. Uh, <laughs> Stealing shit with the sign of what they're stealing yeah. right. right there. Driving it to someone's home <laughs> and dropping it off. Right in plain sight. How did Why you did you sight? come to my house, Tim? Well, that's where you said to me. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're dry. It says wild turkey. Oh, don't worry about that. Everybody sees wild turkey trucks everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, they did have a warrant for this. They do go inside the home. They find 18 guns. Meh, it's Kentucky. I feel like everybody has 18 guns or oh, more. Uh, who cares? $3,000 in cash. That's nothing. And a safe full of steroids. Okay. Whoa. That's yeah, see, that's weird. Like, steroids. Like, if you said meth or <laughs> right? crack. I mean, like, honestly, you could pretty much say, like, any other drug. Like, marijuana, opioids, any of that stuff. I'd be like, I'd be like, eh, okay. They probably do do deal drugs on the side. But steroids? Well, his... Hey, bro! Come on, bro! Let's go steal some wild turkey, bro! Maybe he <laughs> Maybe you, like, inject it into the, bar into bro, the barrel. Bro, you like that Peppy Van Winkle, bro? Come on, bro! Man, dude, you are totally ripped today! Gilbert's wife owned a gym. Oh. Uh, she's a bro. Yeah. So they found um, uh, crushed pills and more steroids in some of her belongings as well. Jeez. So. Her husband in the corner going, she broke my dick. <laughs> they broke it. I got shot in the dick. It's got been winkled. It's, it's been man winkled. And pickled. And pickled. <laughs> your dickles in a pickle. Yeah, your dickles in a pickle. That's Tennessee. I know, but it's still funny. It's still funny. So Gilbert is arrested and charged with receiving stolen goods and possession of controlled substance because the steroids he had were illegal. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, controlled. But I am. I'm sorry. Every time you say Gilbert, I'm picturing Gilbert Gavri like. Yeah. Ah! yeah. <laughs> he pled not guilty and was released on bond. The search of his property did not turn up any of the pappy. Really, just the wild turkey. Just wild turkey, oh, but. Okay. Uh -oh. Police found evidence on his cell phone that suggests he was in possession of it at some point. Because there's a lot of, like, trying to sell it. They all know each other, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Then, speaking of that, then they find messages between him and the Frankfurt police. Uh-oh. Oh, what? Yeah. A co-worker told the sheriff's department that the driver had recently sold some whiskey to the cops in Frankfurt. This just in. Frankfurt police haven't been seen for a while. We think they're having a they're having a very long party right a now. Happy party. <laughs> we walked up to their place and they said, "Do you have a wristband, sir?" And the uh, police headquarters, we did not have a wristband. We could not go in. Uh, we do see strobe lights through the windows. We, we assume they're having a good time. Strippers walking in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stay safe, folks. <laughs> now is the time to steal more bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and then I love this quote too. That they were, okay, so they sold some whiskey to the cops, and that they were running around together, and they're all steroid freaks. Wait, wait, the cops are steroid freaks, too? Yes, and then the gym people are steroid freaks. So they're just running around going, bro, 
This whiskey's delicious, bro. I know, bro. Gosh dang, I got such a pump today. Yep. Oh, basically. that's exactly what it was. Yes. One of the steroid freaks officer turned out to be. Uh, Can we just the, call him SFs from now on? The guy who ran the D.A.R.E. program. So nice. That was kind of, <laughs> Stay off uh, drugs unless you want to get super pumped. Like me. And like, I mean, do you see my pecs? I mean, they're not exactly as big as I'd like them to be, but that's why I do steroids. But just don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Next time I'm in Kentucky, I'm going to be looking at all the officers in me. Right? <laughs> no that's marijuana. why. Officer Wells later admit to going in on buying bulk orders of steroids. I just feel it's a better deal because, like, you know, I like to pump. And, uh, you know, if I can just get, like, more of my stuff in a bulk, I just save money. My wife says, you know, hey, I appreciate you being all nice and pumped. I'd like you to be more pumped. No, but smaller dick. Everybody knows this. I mean, it's the bigger you're My wife did refer to me as a tadpole in a pond. I took it as a compliment because I am the only tadpole in that pond. That's what you think. <laughs> oh. oh. Kentucky, everybody knows each other. She says she's been given the wild turkey. <laughs> I don't know what that means. But I'm jacked! <laughs> Doesn't even care. <laughs> he would resign when all this came up. Well, it's probably wise. Sheriff's investigators were not able to link any of the officers to the stolen bourbon, though, just to the steroids. So, but oh, so they couldn't get any dirty them, cops. Yeah, a bunch of them. Right. Well, they got in trouble for the steroids thing, but not the bourbon. Not the bourbon. <laughs> they were like, you're going to SWAT. Because <laughs> now you're jacked. They quickly do acquire a lot of evidence against Gilbert, though. Of course uh, they do. One co-worker said he would lend money to other co-workers and then made them repay him in stolen bottles of Pappy Van Winkle. So they would have to steal it themselves and bring it to him. But that was just like, you know, bottle here, bottle there. Would it have to be like smuggled in anally? Because that seems like that would hurt. Maybe. That, yes. I don't know. At this time, (laughs) it seems like it wasn't that hard since they were just driving wild turkey trucks up to somebody's house and like... Throwing barrels in their yard. Like. Could you imagine this happening back in like the 90s when uh, Junkos, the jeans, the samurai pants jeans were a thing? You'd be like, clang, 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 clang. And you'd like, be like, I got 20 pappies, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was a very obscure reference. Wonderful connection. I'm just picturing a way to smuggle these things out. And I'm like, man, Junko jeans would have been great. There you go. Or a backpack or a purse. But, you know. Junko jeans. Junko jeans. Yeah. Max capacity. Come on. <laughs> Anywho. Okay, another said he was paid, another co-worker said he was paid by Gilbert with Percocet and Adderall mm-hmm. after he helped G- Gilbert steal a pallet of Eagle Rare. What? It, yeah. So this guy was a forklift driver. He physically took the pallet, put it on Gilbert's back of his truck, they covered it with a tarp, and he drove out with a pallet of Eagle Rare. Bob, Bob, what What are you doing? Why are you waving? Why are you, where, where are you going? What? What's he? Oh, who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Have a good night. Others wow. say he outright bragged about stealing bottles of Pappy. And then whiskey became popular. Mm-hmm. One supervisor said she had found several cases of Pappy behind a guardrail in a warehouse. She moved them, and Gilbert lost his shit, like demanding to know where she had put them. And wait, she wait. Was she like, was a Buffalo Trace employee. Supervisor. Found the pa- yeah, yeah, supervisor. Found this pallet. And we're like, why are they here? And this other employee is like, yeah. where did you move my stuff? Why would you put it? Why? And she 
at that point had like uh, thoughts like, oh, well, maybe he's up to no good. But good for her. I didn't say anything. Oh, she didn't. No. Oh, she no. probably went home and acted like she did. That's though. not helpful. So yeah, he was demanding where she put them, and he had no reason to be looking for them. Even though he was like, you know, loading things onto trucks, she was like, this was not part of his order. He had no reason to look for them. <laughs> Most of our trucks are semis. Why is that F one fifty being loaded yeah, up? Exactly. <laughs> uh, we need extra space, just a little bit. <laughs> oh, that's a tail truck. We call that a tail truck. There's like not enough orders could get on the big truck. We put it on a tail truck. It follows along on the back. Mm-hmm. You know, like a cat. Like a tail. Tail truck. Yep. Am I explaining this too much? Is this making you suspicious? I gotta go. <laughs> Is this making you suspicious that I'm explaining this too much? A little bit. Okay, well, let me Actually, just... not at all, apparently. Let not me ease your Let me ease your thing, you 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 whiskey thief. But, uh... Because <laughs> you made me move that other... You moved that other pout yeah. pretty dumb with me. You want to talk about stealing? Where'd you put those boxes? Yeah. I saw you eat my birthday cake. You oh. thought we were friends. We ain't friends. It was in the office refrigerator. I didn't know. Do you get jacked? <laughs> Do you need some uh, steroids? See, we take the S off because it makes it seem like we're not saying steroids. We're calling them steroids. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I thought of that one myself. Uh, shocking. Yeah. <laughs> Truly couldn't shocking. Tell. Really couldn't tell that one. Then the investigators <laughs> end up finding more and more thieves while they're just trying to get these, you know, what, 200 bottles of Pappy. They find another couple employees, one who had access to the inventory counts, who oh, admitted boy. to taking as much Holy as crap. 180 bottles of Pappy. But many of these people actually avoid prosecution because they serve as witnesses for the state against Gilbert and his... <laughs> so literally they've caught... Okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me grasp my head around this concept. They they have this one guy, Gilbert, right? They have this one guy, Gilbert, who is a serial offender. Yeah. They have like 80, 100 some odd other people who are like... Oh, yeah, I've taken some. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I've done it, I've done it. I mean, like, literally, I'm picturing, like, the guards at the Buffalo Trace Distillery, like, just kind of, like, like, going, hey, I know you're new here, John, but we got this game we like to play, <laughs> Spot the Pappy. <laughs> what is Spot the Pappy? Just watch this. All right, all right, we're all going to turn our lights out, lights out on three. Lights out, going on three. All right, one, two, three. Lights go out. Lights go back on. One, two, and then, like, there's all these guys, and like, oh, oh, and they got like two bottles, and they're scattering everywhere, and they're just running for the woods and stuff. And it's like, isn't that the funniest shit you've ever seen? You are gonna love working here. Pretty much. Pretty much. Like, all when they get caught, all they gotta do is say, Gilbert made me do it. Gilbert. Yep. <laughs> I'm addicted to the roids. Yes. Stop. The roids. So, what is eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> Everybody's always trying to pick it on me. (laughs) I'd probably be jacked up on roids too if my name was Gilbert. I would would be curious how tall he was. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get that. Sorry. Uh Yeah, let's make let's make him four ten. No, 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 no. They'd be way more angry than that. Like four ten guys. Like I mean, like wasn't Al Capone like super short? I mean, he was like he was like murderous. And I'm sorry. Like I mean. I, 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 I'm, I'm not commenting nor here nor there saying, like, if you're short, you're angry. I'm not saying that. 
But uh, you're an angry elf. <laughs> but if your name was Gilbert at the same time, I kind of understand your anger. I mean, yeah. it's like, you did you say prove yourself? Did you say Gilbert or Gilbert? Because <laughs> I'm about to mess your shit up. Unless you give me Pappy, then I won't. Okay, so once the news got out and Gilbert was arrested, people actually came forward and started to return bottles that they had bought from him. Wow. (laughs) Customers were like from all over the state. Two brothers. Those aren't customers. Those are thieves. Well, I don't think they knew that he was stealing it. No, no, no. The people returning the pappy, you said, came from all over the state, right? Yeah. But those aren't customers. There of were his. his customers. Oh, I yes. get, okay. So, like, so these are people like these are possibly people who really weren't like intending to right. buy. Like they these, said, a lot of his yeah. customers, his customers came from. So he had a softball league, and that's kind of how he doled out. It wasn't a beer league; it was a pappy league. Oh it was God. word of mouth, and like friend of a friend was like, "Hey, I can get you this bottle of bourbon. Are you willing to pay for it?" And people were like, "Yeah, sure." So a lot of people were getting stuff for like. Did you ever say how much he was selling it for? I'm just kind of curious. Like, so I'm gonna get yeah. I'm I'm curious about what he was selling it for versus secondary. I'd be curious. Well, this is the craziest, and I I don't know what year this was, but two brothers came forward to return a barrel that they had bought from him of Eagle Rare. Of just Eagle Rare? I think it was just this Eagle Rare. To let everybody know, I actually have a barrel of Eagle Rare sitting in my bedroom. Well, I mean, there's no Eagle Rare in it. There's no Eagle Rare in it. It was our Kansas City Whiskey Society pick, and I don't know. Okay. So, think of a barrel. I can. I can. Are you picturing it? Very easily. 53 U.S. gallons. Guess how much they bought it for from him. What did they pay Gilbert for this barrel? Three free memberships to the local gym. All the toroids he can get. (laughs) Yeah. And then... Um, Give me a monetary amount. Five grand. Mm, five grand for one barrel? I'm going to... Uh, Bob, I'll take two grand. Hmm. $1,500. Boom! I thought... It was I'm the good. next contestant on The Price is Right. Yeah, but you still are over, so we are both overbid. I thought it would be... I mean, I thought that was a steal. Buffalo Trace said they could have gotten $11,000 from that barrel by selling it themselves. If it was an Eagle Rare uh, 17 year, yes. If it was an Eagle Rare regular, no. There's no way. Well. I mean, an Eagle Rare bottle goes for on retail. 30 bucks. Okay, how many uh, bottles do you get from a barrel on an average yield? Because you never know from... Uh, was like 150 or something. Okay, so what does that come to? Not even close to $11,000. Yeah. Yeah. So that's bullshit from the jump. Yeah. There's no way. It is $11,000. Kiss my well, ass. Well, maybe it was Eagle 17. Okay. It could have been Eagle 17, but Eagle 17, even retail on a Buffalo Trace Antique, is only like 100 bucks. That's true. So it's not even that much further. So 100 Okay. So wait. You said how, how many bottles? 150. 150 bottles. So 150 bottles times 100, you get what? What is that? 15000 So they undervalued it then. Well, I mean, uh, one barrel will turn around 150 to 200 standard. So yeah, bottles. so 150, yeah, so 150 right. and 100 bucks. A piece, I just, I mean, I thought pounds. that was cheap, but all right. Well, if you did grab an ER17, mm-hmm. I could see where that that price could be there. Yeah. So bottles of Pappy and barrels of bourbon begin to fill the evidence room at the Franklin Franklin County. Can get some pictures of this. Yeah. Probably, but here's the sad thing. Oh, no. I know. I know. Prosecutors say 
that they may have to be destroyed after the investigation is done. And the prosecutor says, it will pain me. Yeah, it should, because you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, we, well, why do we have laws? It's to protect you. Uh, I know this bottle's not open, but it's to protect you and your children. Wait, Could what? you imagine the people that brought it back to learn that it was going to be destroyed? I'd be like, that was dumb. Well, it was dumb to begin with. Why would you ever bring it back? Yeah. I guarantee if you had done something, if they had done something where it was like, hey, if you want to go into any of these Van Winkle bottles, go in on any of these Van Winkle bottles as a lottery, but you have to sign a waiver that says if anything happens to you health-wise, elves showing up in your house and bashing you over the head with you a bottle yourself, of this. You if you drop yourself, the bottle and you cut yourself. And you decide to you. shave with the glass yeah. shaving. <laughs> yes. We're not responsible. We are not responsible for this, nor is the Buffalo Trace or Sazerac Company responsible Nobody. for this. Every single freaking person would sign a waiver being like, sure, sure, sure. To say it has to be destroyed, that's just stupid bullshit. Such stupid bullshit. In the end, 10 people were indicted, uh, including Gilbert's wife and his father-in-law. And the Noid. From and yeah. yeah, and some softball players. You finally got that bastard annoyed. He had a comment. Trying to make our pizzas cold, you fucking asshole. Um, the sheriff estimated that they recovered about one hundred thousand dollars worth of whiskey. It's yeah, I'd be curious. I mean, if there were like full barrels of Pappy, it's probably even more than that. Honestly, Gilbert would plead guilty and is the only one to get actual jail time. Everybody else gets probation, and he is sentenced to fifteen years. Nice. I'm just picturing him walking and going, how do you like that pappy now? You got to drink our toilet wine, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> A second article that I looked at again, and that was recent. This one was from like June of this year because they were still finishing up court proceedings. Asked what would happen of the confiscated bourbon. And the response was, the spirits will be disposed of in a manner consistent with the wishes of the Van Winkle family, Buffalo Trays, and Wild Turkey. Pause. Pause. I know exactly what that means. We gonna drink this shit yeah, ourselves, you know mother. He would not elaborate <laughs> on what that meant. Yeah. You know they're taking it back and it's like... Just... Oh, yeah. Either they're taking it back and they're either gonna be like, jail time, Van Winkle, you know, or something <laughs> like that. They're gonna give it that stupid name. And I, if you've listened to previous episodes, you know my rant on their little gimmicky yeah. bullshit. 10000 a bottle. Or they're just gonna drink that shit themselves yeah. because insurance probably already paid them for it. I probably. guarantee they have insurance on this probably. stuff. I want to know how he's doing in prison. I would like a follow-up. Not well. Really? I don't know. <laughs> I just assume. I bet you he's probably making worth the... It? I wonder how much he knows about whiskey in the distilling process. Because, like, yeah, if somebody... I was about to say, he's like, he's like, oh, man, when I get out of here, I'm making prison whiskey. It's like PW. When he's in respect. there, he's making prison whiskey. Well, he was just a loading dock guy, though, so who knows? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean... Still. But they said, too, like, they, they didn't get... Most of the pappy did not come back to them. Uh, they got a lot of other stuff. And then, B... He actually, like, would get bottles of Pappy for charity. Like, he would steal it, but he would give it to charitable things. And, like, they know that there are some higher... One one was, like, a police fundraiser or something, and they know there are some higher-ups in yeah. the police force that were just, like... I do wish they They went... didn't even put it up for auction. They just took it home. They <laughs> know that for, like, 
it never came up on the auction block and they're like some <laughs> sergeant somewhere has this or did have it that is crazy that is insane i do want to know why they didn't investigate further with the police because like i'm sorry like you hear any kentucky story it's like everybody knows everybody but i think that's why because they're like yeah. this is gonna take down everybody so <laughs> your mom did my mom a favor 60 years ago so i'm not gonna rat <laughs> yeah, you out exactly it's like how far do we take and then I mean, the proof, like, you'd have to find concrete evidence, right? If he just stole a bottle of Pappy and gave it to a police officer to put in an auction, there's no, they could have word of mouth, right? There's no written text or and there's no proof that the bottle even existed, so. True. Very true. I mean, what do you do? Can't well, be. what you can do is you can reach us uh, on our oh, various well, media. Wow, that was such a good segment. Uh, Verbaldistillery at gmail.com. Uh, Verbal Distillery on the Instagram, which is our most popular media. Second most popular is Facebook, Verbal Distillery. And our least popular is at Verbal Distiller on Twitter. I don't even. <laughs> Dude, I don't even have a Twitter account anymore, I don't think. Wow. So, Twitter's out. I like Twitter just Instagram's to. Instagram's in. Snapchat's a thing, mother. Snapchat. No, I don't do Snapchat. We're not on Snapchat. I don't do Snapchat. No, I'm, not I'm on, Snapchat. on Snapchat. I don't do Snapchat. Like, what? You have like one friend? I have lots of friends. Really? Yeah, Joe. Are you sure? Shocking. The same friends she could friends. just text, but instead she has to do a Snapchat for Because you can do cool little, you know, yeah. things. You can, oh, you do the doggy face with the tongue doggy sticking face. Oh, That's so cute. Funny voices. I would be Walmart. Whatever, yeah. you don't get it. You're not him. All right, well. Still, you've heard it. You can unhear it. <laughs>